Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Just for the day I won't pick up, just for the day I don't give up, just for the day I won't pick up, and God I trust I won't pick up, just for the day I won't pick up, just for the day in God I trust, just for the day I won't pick up, and God I trust I don't give up, yeah, you can go and tell the wee man, he ain't got nothing that I need man, I ride by that ABC store saying hey, you won't be seeing me no more, yeah, you can go and tell the trap board, yo, it's a rap board, you are not welcome in me, Gaza. You ain't got nothing for me, nada. No matter how hard life hits, I know where my life is. Yeah. No matter how hard the crisis, yo, I know who Christ is. Yo. No matter what, I won't pick up. Yo. No matter what, I won't pick up. No matter what, I won't pick up. Yeah. No matter what, I won't pick up. Just for the day, no matter what I want to go. Welcome listeners to the Recovery Just For Today show. I'm your host with my co-host uh, and father, Lloyd B. And, uh, you know, today we are... Thankful to uh, be on the air with uh, Win Radio, and um, you know today is a, a day that we're going to try to wrap up a, a series that we've been working on, and uh, it's a uh, you know it's it's a it's a tough series you know because it's one that a lot of people don't really want to uh, look at the the epidemic that's going. Organization is in take, you know, just really uh, destroying lives, you know, and leaving families devastated, you know, and that's uh, overdose, drug overdoses, you know, drug related deaths due to overdose, and um, you know, we we've, we've uh, been talking about this topic. Uh, we we touched on it, you know, uh, uh, about a week or so ago, and uh, we're gonna try to. We're going to try to uh, uh, finish up this series and, and try to share some uh, information that might uh, save some lives uh, just to, you know, kind of uh, touch on the awareness part of this, this, this thing. And, um, but I'm excited about, I'm excited about the show. Uh, we, you know, like I said, um, this is uh, uh, Lloyd, uh, Lloyd B. Um, this is the recovery just for today's show. Uh, and I and I co- and I uh, co-host this show with uh, with my father, uh, Aloy Senior. So uh, you know, did you want to say something to the to the uh, listeners, Lloyd Senior? Uh, yes, I want to say good evening to all of the uh, those who are out there who are who are listening to us uh, by talk radio, uh, blog talk radio. I'm eternally grateful to be. Uh, 
as we say on the right side of this uh, of the uh, God's earth uh, today, this evening, and um, I'm eternally grateful uh, to have a chance to come out and uh, come up here and uh, just share some of my ideas and my thoughts about uh, the uh, the epidemic of, uh, of drug addiction, uh, addiction or addiction period. Uh, to the uh, listening audience out there, I was um, my eyes were open last week uh, uh, as I uh, listened to some of the uh, eyes and ears that that is were open uh, um, as I uh, listened to um, some of the statistics that uh, that uh, Lloyd B put out there on, on last uh, a week before last. About the, uh, the about the overdose problem going on around the country, and so tonight I'm uh, I'm equally as anxious anxious to um, to listen and 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 hear more and maybe be able to share something to uh, to help somebody today. So all I want to do uh, is to be able to to help somebody. Uh, put my give my little input and uh, and share what I the little the little that I know, and in hopes that it will help somebody along the way. Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, I was thinking about it the other day. Uh, you know, some people, you know, they tune you out if they don't think that you have anything to offer uh, by way of qualifications and things of that nature. You know, and that would be a sad thing if someone, you know, tuned in and felt, you know, some kind of way that we weren't qualified to speak on this you know, this topic, you know, and, you know, what I can tell you is that both my father and I have, you know, have been at one time in our life uh, caught up in the grips of addiction, you know, uh, to, together uh, today, by the grace of God, you know, we uh, celebrate, you know, probably close to 30 years, uh, you know, uh, of sobriety and recovery, you know, uh, and, um, you know, because I, I know I've been clean uh, going on 13, uh, thir- it's about 13 years now. And uh, I know my father, he's been clean. H- how long, um, Dad? Uh, we're looking at uh, probably uh, going on 21 years, I believe. I think I uh, took my last drink and my last drug, um, smoked my last cigarette. Um, it was uh, ag- ag- uh, exactly... Uh, Around or about um, nine thirty or so, um, New Year's Eve, uh, nineteen on the eve of uh, nineteen ninety seven. Okay. My, my my threw my cigarettes in the uh, uh, in the bushes and threw and put my um, beer and whatnot in, in the trash can and and flushed my drugs down the uh, down down the uh, down down the toilet stool. And uh, and I thank God that I haven't had the taste uh, or the desire to uh, to to pick up those items uh, since then. So we're looking at about uh, 20, uh, 20, 21 years. And, I, and let me add this real very quickly. I heard you say that you know people may get turned off uh, that we uh, that that we may not we we may not uh, have a, the expertise or experience rather to talk on this subject. But I will, I, but I will say this: is that 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 I OD plenty of times. See, now it wasn't a failure or uh, uh, overdose, of course, because do I wouldn't be um, 
uh, um, uh, sitting here talking uh, tonight on the, on the uh, Blog Talk Radio. But anytime you get too much of whatever it is in your system, you overdose. I mean, just just technically speaking, that's an overdose. So I'm just grateful tonight to be able to, to be able to be alive, to be able to be able to to share um, uh, uh, something tonight. So so I think uh, I, I think uh, speaking for myself, I know I've overdosed several times. So um, so I think uh, I beg I beg the difference with anyone who might take. Uh, um, Take a, I have a problem with us, uh, especially myself. That is, so um, I just want to throw that in there. If that make that made any sense, hopefully it did. Uh, that little caveat in there. Yeah, and you know the other thing is, you know, um, you know, not only has, you know, uh, have both of us been clean, and I, like you said, that's that's you know well over thirty years uh, put together, you know, uh, and you know. Uh, but, you know, like you said, by the grace of God, you know, there, there go I, you know, because either one of us could have been, you know, you know, not here today, you know, based on the fact of, of what we did when we were in active addiction and how we used. And and um, and like you said, you know, m- most of the time, you know, we weren't using, you know, to be, uh, you know, we were using to, you know, get what they, you know, what they would say is, uh, you know what I mean? We weren't, we were, you know, drinking and using and smoking and taking drugs, not at a prescribed, you know, dosage, you know, uh, and even if it was a prescription drug that we ever got our hands on and, uh, and we're trying to use get high, you know, we definitely were not taking it at the proper dosage. You know, uh, I know I wasn't, you know, uh, and, um, you know, if it was a, if I was given a prescription drug and they told me uh, that I couldn't, you know, drink my alcohol with it, you know, uh, either one or two things happened. You know, either I didn't take the medication or either I tried my luck with it, with the uh, medication as well as the alcohol, you know, uh, because I was going to have the alcohol, you know, um, that was, that, that, that wasn't, the, that wasn't even part of the equation in, in my book. It wasn't even part of the equation, you know, whether or not I was going to take the other medication. Now that was another question, you know? So, um, you know, there were times, like you said, you know, that, um, by the grace of God, you know, I'm still here, but I may have, you know, I, I know I've overdosed, you know what I mean? And, uh, I know I've ended up in hospital, you know, with alcohol poisoning and, you know, all types of things, you know what I mean? So, uh, but that particular, just, just, just in general, we, I just want to let people know that we, you know, not only have experience uh, in what we, uh, the subject that we're talking about, uh, in our personal experience, we have experience with family members, we have experience uh, through training and, and uh, uh, you know, as far as helping people, uh, whether that's on the, on the spiritual mental and emotional side, uh, whether that's through uh, um, uh, 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 ministerial counseling, uh, whether that's through, uh, you know, addictions counseling like myself. I'm in school for that now, um, pursuing, you know, my doctorate right now, or uh, my uh, second master's actually. But, um, you know, so, you know, I just, I just want to let people know that, yes, I do, uh, yes, I do, um, we do know, uh, of what we're talking about, uh, but at the same time, um, 
we just don't go around and try to, you know, uh, flaunt any type of uh, like degrees or anything that we have, anything like that. That's not what we we come. We're coming just to share our experience, strength, and hope. That's what this whole show is about. So if you have tuned in and you're looking for, you know, someone to uh, trial you with their degrees and and uh, and accomplishments in the field of uh, uh, um, addiction. Uh, you may need to tune in somewhere else because we're not going to go there. We just want to share our experience, strength, and hope. Um, and hopefully, what we have to say may share uh, may save someone's life. But as we as we do each show, I do want to get started with a moment of silence because uh, we did get a little carried away. Uh, but you know, let's have a, let's let's have a moment of silence for the still suffering addict, uh, for the uh, addict who uh, has. Um, hasn't found their way to recovery, you know, uh, for the addict who may have lost their life uh, um, to this addiction uh, and to the family members, for the family members who have lost loved ones uh, to this addiction. Let's have a moment of silence. Thank you. God, grant us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change, the courage to change the things that we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Amen. So, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to um, we're going to have a couple of clips we want to play, and we're going to you know uh, kind of recap a little bit of some of the things we talked about um, in the last show, and you know kind of try to close out this this particular uh, uh, show. Because, uh, like I said, you know, we, we've been talking about drug overdose uh, and, and more specifically, drug-related deaths due to drug overdoses um, or um, deaths due to drug-related overdoses. Um, and it's not just one particular drug that we really are talking about, even though uh, most of the stuff that you hear it may talk about um, a type, any some type of op- opiate or opioid, um, you know, because right now, you know, um, the heroin uh, is is really taking people, you know, taking people out of here. But um, you know, I was reading and what and have in um, in my research, um, I found that, you know. That the, that the drug dealers are actually uh, getting to the point to where they, you know, they've gotten kind of um, scared, you know, and uh, and so a lot of lot of people, a lot of them drug dealers are, are trying to sell some of this uh, cocaine, you know, and and in doing so, the cocaine is actually starting to uh, the cocaine overdoses have started to climb because at one time, you know, the co- the cocaine um, over overdoses deaths um were, had went down and uh but now they're starting to climb back up because you know people are are trying to shy away from the heroin because it's killing people so fast you know uh so um you know people are trying to shy away from it and and kind of substitute but um uh, you know it's sad but you know it, you know it's really when you when you're caught up in the grips like that uh, there's no, really nowhere to run as far as as w- when I say there's nowhere to run, I mean there's no other drug to run to, if that makes sense. 
But um, you know what we're gonna do is yeah. we're gonna take a we're gonna take a quick break and then uh, we'll come back and uh, and get back into uh, the the uh, the show and uh, we'll have a couple of clips and then we'll um, we'll talk a little more. So just hold on and uh, we'll and we'll be right back. Hi, my name is Lloyd B. And I am the host of Recovery Just For Today, which is a show dedicated to those who are struggling with addiction and substance abuse. I host this show with my father, Lloyd B. Sr. And together, we come and we share our experience, strength, and hope. Every Monday at 8 p.m., join us as we air live on WIN Radio, which stands for We Inspire Network. If you or your loved one suffers from addiction or you know someone who is in recovery, please share this information. Because you never know when what you have to share may actually save someone's life. Thank you. And God bless you. Just for the day I won't pick up, just for the day I don't give up, just for the day I won't pick up, and God I trust I won't pick up, just for the day I won't pick up, just for the day and God I trust, just for the day I won't pick up, and God I trust I won't give up. Yeah, you can go and tell the weed man, he ain't got nothing that I need man, I ride by that ABC store saying hey, you won't be seeing me no more. All right, all right, welcome back. To the recovery just for today's show I'm your host Lloyd B with my co-host And father Lloyd Sr And um, you know We've been talking about uh, Overdose, drug overdoses This is part two And um, You know uh, The last couple of shows we The last couple, the last show actually We um, we spoke about The drug overdose deaths And the opioid uh, involved deaths um, that has skyrocketed, you know, and it continues to increase uh, in the United States and actually just in our, actually just in our um, society and um, in nation is the deaths um, from from drug overdoses are uh, are up both among men, women, and actually all races. Um, in all ages, so you know, um, you know, some of the information that I had found, you know, it, I mean, it's hitting every area that you can think of, every pocket of society that you can think of, you know, the, the upper class, the lower class, you know, the suburbs, the rural areas, you know, it's just it's 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 an epidemic, you know, and um, and so basically, um, you know, regardless of the type of drug, the problem of of drug overdose has tripled and quadrupled. Uh, in some cases, and uh, since um, since 1999 to the present, so that's why we're talking about this. I mean, it's it's you know the the the, 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 the this problem has grown so much that um you know and you know when it starts to to reach in your backyard and knock on your door, you know it's too late. 
You know what I mean? It's yeah. too late to get involved. You know what I'm saying? You know, then you're getting involved after the fact, but then you've already lost someone, you know? Did you have anything to say uh, uh, before I go to the... Yeah, I was listening earlier to you. You were talking about uh, people, they uh, maybe maybe, uh, stop using uh, southern heroin and then people are are going to, like, using cocaine and, you know, and uh, really I was thinking to myself, uh, there's no... There's, I think you said it. You you, you can't run. You know, you, you get in trouble trying to run from one drug to another, trying to find a safe dosage. You used the terminology before dosage, so that's what we're talking about. You know, we're taking dosages of whatever it is we're taking. Okay, so it comes to point to where um, you know we think in our mind that we're always looking for a safe amount to take. You know, uh, but there. But but we cross that threshold somewhere somewhere in life. I don't know where it is. In our usage, or we try, we, you know, we try, we experiment with certain things, or whatever, you know. We get a buzz, or whatever, you know. Then we go to that that next level of, uh, I guess, you know, addiction. Eventually, go to addiction. So what I'm saying is, there's no threshold. There's no going back. I think uh, to finding a. Uh, Finding a safe, a safe, a safe dosage, because that's what I think. That's where we mess up at. You know, we that's where we get into the overdose thing, really. You know, trying to find, trying to find a safe, safer dosage. There is no safer dosage. Yeah, and that's once you, you know that once you cross the line, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. Once you tr- once you cross that line, there is no going back to trying to find a safer dosage. Yeah. Yeah. Is that making and, any sense? You know, I, yeah, that's yeah, and that's true. You sounded, know, sounded sounded good when I was thinking about it. Yeah, that's true. You know, and a lot of times, mm. a lot of times, you know, uh, people think that uh, they can substitute, but you know, like you said, once you get caught up in the grips, you know, and you have you know crossed over from a social, you know, a social drinker, you know, and you you know your your, your tolerance has grown. And you become dependent once you once you get into you know chemical dependency once you start to become once you start to become dependent on the drug and you don't care what the consequences are uh of your drug usage and you continue to use regardless of the consequences you know um, you know the uh you know the you you are in you're in a stage of addiction or substance use that is uh very very dangerous and I'll just you know I'll just leave it at that but um you know let me uh let me go ahead and start with this clip we're going we're going to go into a clip and then we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit about it so y'all y'all check this clip out um there's a downside to it and only need to use it when they're in pain but there will always be a certain percentage who are deeply impressed by the good feeling that opiates give them those people, if they're not careful, may find themselves pursuing that feeling. And then what happens is they become addicted, and then if they end up not being able to get that medication, they'll turn to heroin, which is a cheaper form of the same type of substance. Evan Barlow began experimenting with opiates in his teens, becoming completely addicted from age 16 to 20. Eventually, pills weren't enough. 
and uh, I eventually found heroin, then I eventually found the needle, which was my downfall. So Jamie doesn't want to come over here? Hannah Newsom's life was all late nights and parties when she began to abuse prescription pain pills. When those became harder to get, her friends began using heroin instead. First, I was like, huh, no. There is no way in the world that I'm going to do that. And eventually, you know, pills weren't around and I was sick. So I tried it. I was maybe like... 85 pounds, 90 pounds. My body was shutting down. I was sick all the time. No matter how much hair when I did, I was still sick. And then that was the start of the end. My son is a heroin addict and he's fallen out and I can't wake him out. And I don't know what's wrong with him. As demand increases, some dealers may add other substances to make the heroin more appealing to users. One such substance is fentanyl, a powerful painkiller often prescribed to cancer patients. The intent is to create a more intense high, but it often leads instead to abrupt death. I can't feel anything. He's not breathing? I can't feel anything coming out of his nose. And fentanyl is a very strong painkiller, so it kind of like slows your heartbeat and you're breathing down to almost nothing. With that on top of the heroin, people just expire because they just, their heart stop beating and their lungs stop functioning. And, and in Richmond, for example, the heroin was mixed with a horse tranquilizer. So heroin alone is deadly, but when you mix it with a substance like fentanyl, a painkiller, you don't, you don't stand a chance. Uh, some overdoses, if their friends or family react quick enough, they can be saved. But a lot of them, with the fentanyl cases, we're finding that even with quick reaction, they're still passing away. I think my friend just overdosed on, on heroin. He's unconscious? <laughs> yeah. Still, despite warnings and news stories about the presence of dangerous additives, addicts in search of a bigger high are still willing to take the risk. And unfortunately on the streets, if you have a, a heroin out there that overdoses and kills somebody, for some strange reason, more people want it. People will be shocked by someone who dies of an overdose when I just see it and I keep, and I'm like, well, it's, it happened again, like, because it happens all the time. Users who somehow avoid a fatal overdose are lucky not to face death, but they say what they're left with isn't much of a life. I wasn't really living at all. I was dead inside. I was just a, walking around getting high every day. I had no purpose. I had no place on this planet to be anything. I was just a, a shell, and I would just use every day. As their use of the drug increases, many don't realize the gravity of the situation until they begin to suffer the consequences of their dependency on the substance. In other words, getting in trouble with the law beginning to violate their own moral code, having to tell lies, having to hide their problem, having to steal from uh, and deceive the people that they care about. Everything in my life revolved around it. I didn't care about anything else. I stole from my family, from my friends, from stores, from anybody that had anything that the dope man would trade me for drugs. With desperate users resorting to theft to pay for their habit, and ruthless sellers often using violence and gang activity to protect their profits, the heroin problem affects everyone in the Commonwealth. 
And so we have an epidemic, and the epidemic has led to a lot of people whose lives have been ruined and to a lot of people who have died. Too many Virginians are losing their loved ones to heroin and prescription drug overdoses. I don't want to see another parent bury a child or another child to lose a parent to these dangerous drugs. problem is particularly evident in Hampton Roads, where the region's coastal location makes it particularly appealing to traffickers. It's centralized. You can get drugs coming in from the ports, coming from Miami, and people from New York, people from out West Kentucky, West Virginia, would come here to meet. And we're on the Intercoastal Waterway, which goes from New York to Florida, and a lot of drug drop-offs are done at various spots throughout the port. And while a lot of that product is merely changing hands for distribution elsewhere, it is also contributing to a growing drug problem in Hampton Roads. This heroin epidemic, just in this book alone, for the cases I've worked over the last few years, we're almost to more than 50 deaths that I've investigated myself just off of heroin. The surge in heroin deaths caught the attention of the Virginia Attorney General's office setting off an intense investigation in the region. Prescription drug abuse often leads to a path of addiction and to the cheap and potent heroin that we're seeing on the streets today. The deaths aren't limited to hardened, long-time drug users living in drug houses or back alleys. You wouldn't imagine the areas that you get these drug overdoses at um, because they're not your typical ghetto, for example, neighborhood or your project complex neighborhood. Okay. Okay. So there you have it. A lot of the stuff that we said, we were just saying, you know, they had that same, uh, they were saying the same thing in that special. So uh, they at the end, they were talking about Hampton Roads there. You there? Yeah, you cut out on me. You were saying I, I, the last I heard was uh, you said something about Hampton Roads. Yeah, I was I was saying you know you know what what did you think you know when they started talking about Hampton Roads? Well, that's 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 hitting home. Um, that's that that's where I was born. That's was born and raised, and that's why I raised uh, you know I raised my family and. Uh, I make my living, you know, Hampton Roads, all my ties are, ties are to Hampton Roads. I mean, I have family on the east and west coast, but the majority of my life and my family and my, you know, my experience and stuff is in Hampton Roads. And, uh, you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of startling. Uh, it's, it's frightening to, you know, to really realize, you know, that we're, you know, we're, in, I'm living in, we're living in the hub of uh, this you know this thing, uh, and it's uh, it's hitting home, man. You know. Yeah, yeah. I I was, you know, when I was listening to it, I was like, wow. You know, that is definitely hitting home. Uh, you know, like you said, you know, I'm I'm from Hampton too. In case you guys didn't know, and uh, and you know, I mean, I've lived in lived in Richmond myself. 
you know, and, um, you know, a lot of the areas that they were talking about, um, you know, you know, I'm kind of familiar with some of those areas. So, you know, uh, and like I said, you know, a lot of my family, my cousins and, you know, um, and, and, you know, siblings, you know, live in that, the Tidewater area, you know, so, you know, and, but like he said, you know, it's not just one area, you know, it's not just Hampton Roads, you know, if you continue to listen to that special, you'll see that, you know, it's hitting, you know, every, you know, area, you know what I'm saying, of Virginia and, you know, in states alike, you know, all of the, you know, the states alike, you know, I was watching, it was talking about how, you know, it was such a a, a big epidemic in Canada, you know, and, um, you know, just, I mean, nationwide and, you know, abroad, you know, so, you know, what's the, you know, what, what's the, what's the answer, you know, people are, are asking, you know, you know, um, especially family members, you know, um, because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you now, you know, a majority of, of, of us, uh, uh, who have been caught up in the grips of addiction, when we are in the grips of addiction, we're not asking what the problem is. I'm going to tell you that now. We're not asking, you know, hey, what's, you know, what's the problem? Why are people dropping like flies? You know, that's not what we're asking when we're caught up in the grips. You know, most, most people, you know, um, especially, you know, those who are, are very, very, you know, uh, far gone into the, you know, stages of addiction, you know, some, some people are asking, well, where did they get that from? You know, where did they get that stuff from? You know, they want the strongest, you know, stuff that they can get their hands on so that they can, you know, uh, you know, they can get as high as they can. And, um, you know, it's sad, but that's true. And we talked about that last, you know, um, we talked about that last, last uh, week. Uh, But, you know, one of the other things we talked about was that, you know, there are, um, it's like they said on it, on that clip, you know, the, the um, attorney general and, you know, places like the CDC and, involved, you know, in high-ranking officials, you know, because this thing is, you know, it's killing people like crazy, you know, uh, people's life expectancies are going down, you know, because of these drugs and stuff like that, so, you know, it's like, you know, people in high, you know, high, high-ranking high officials are getting involved, and they're like, you know, what can we do, and so, you know, um, yeah. what we had mentioned, we had mentioned last week was that, you know, what people, uh, did, some people don't know, is that there are amnesty laws, there are Good Samaritan laws, you know, um, that have been in place, uh, been passed, you know, bills have been passed, you know, in, in various states, and you need to know what your state's amnesty laws are or, uh, or, or Good Samaritan laws are, you know, because what happens is people are dying out there because people won't mm-hmm. call, they won't call for help. They won't call yeah. the ambulance. They won't call for an ambulance. They won't call for you know a paramedic. You know they won't call you know nine one one to see if you know if somebody could get some help. And people are dying. Yeah. You know. Right. And that was that was uh, that was definitely startling when uh, when uh, when you informed me about that on last week or week before last uh, about 
about the uh, Good Samaritan law, you know, uh, which is which is which is worth which is worth uh, it's worth his weight in gold. I mean, it's, if you, you, you just like you just said, it's a, you're talking about um, a matter of life and death. You know, people 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 are dying because they they may not be aware of that. You know, a guy, you know, you know, you can. You should at least call the paramedics. You know, if you're not gonna, you know, stay on scene, you can at least call the paramedic. But through doing by this law, you can call the paramedic and stay there. You know, and uh, and and you won't have to worry about uh, you know, being being um, taken to jail or something. You know, um, but as you were talking earlier, what ran across my mind is that see, see, because what we're talking about to, tonight, folks, is the tail end of this thing. Um, this addiction thing. This is this is one of the uh, one of the uh, one of the uh, final final results of addiction. You know, we talk about jail. You know, we we talk about losing everything. We talk about jail, institution, and graveyard. So we're talking about the tail end of this thing. So I was thinking to myself that you know we really need. You know, you're talking about what do we do? You know, what's what's the answer? I think we need to really heavily invest in in prevention on 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 on, on the uh, on the front end of this thing, tack this thing on the front end. That is, I'm talking about, you know. And hey, man, let's get real. Why don't we just start talking about this thing in grade school, man? You know, not grade like kindergarten, man. You know what I mean? Start really getting real and talking about this and teaching this thing, you know. Because what? Listen, I may be crazy, but what good is it? To to educate a person, you know, from from kindergarten all the way up to to college and on and on and on, and educate them, and then and and and, and then they lose their life over over you know lose their life uh, to a drug. Why not let's invest on the front end and get these kids and be and be honest, open and honest about these these kids with uh, 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 you know about this thing before they get before they get you know. Um, uh, hooked up into it, you know. I think, I think ed- early education about this thing needs to be. I mean, all hands on deck. Uh, uh, some, uh, I'm, I'm talking about from the White House all the way down to my house, to to to, to the church house, you know. And really, I'm I'm beginning to teach a little bit of this. You better you, you better catch me with me here. But I'm really getting excited about this, you know. We need to get a grip on this thing on the front end, Lord, because right now, you know, what we're talking about is the back end. And the back end, it, it, it looks pretty bad, according to, um, the, you know, according to the clip and according to things you talked about, you know. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and let you go to talk because I don't want to begin to babble and, make, and the, you know, not to make any sense. But, you know, we, we have to start looking at this thing. From you know, from day one. No, you're right. You know, um, and I'm a, I'm gonna play a real quick, quick, uh, uh, excuse me, a quick clip, and uh, and, okay. and then I'm a, I'm gonna touch on what you said. But let me play this okay. this yeah. uh, this sure. clip real quick. Absolutely. Shocking numbers out of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control from 1999 to 2015. The number of people who died from drug overdoses tripled. RT's Trinity Chavez has more. 
Drug overdose deaths are increasing across the nation, but a new report from the CDC highlights recent trends in drug overdose deaths, and what they found may shock you. The CDC found that more than 16 out of every 100,000 Americans died of a drug overdose in 2015, compared to just over six in 1999. Almost half of these deaths were caused by heroin and other opioids. Dr. Caleb Alexander, a co-director for the Johns Hopkins Center for Drug and Safety and Effectiveness, said each year I think it's hard to imagine it getting much worse, and yet last year we had the highest number of deaths on record. But it has, and the numbers only continue to grow. Drug overdose deaths increased from 19 1999 to 2015 in all age groups, but adults between the ages of 45 and 54 had the highest death rate in 2015. The data shows that overdose deaths have risen among whites at the rate of about 7% each year, compared to with 2% a year for blacks and Hispanics. The rate of fatal overdoses for whites in 2015 was nearly three and a half times the rate it was in 1999. <coughs> fatal overdoses are becoming so common in the U.S. that they're driving down the average life expectancy of white Americans. Dr. Edwin Salsitz of Mount Sinai Health System here in New York City said life expectancy of whites in America is going down, whereas it's not going down for other racial or ethnic groups. Accounting for that lower life expectancy is the increased number of overdose deaths from opioids. The overall number of deaths caused by opioid overdoses has quadrupled during the same period. Beyond opioids, cocaine was responsible for 13% of fatal overdoses in 2015, up from 11% in 2010. Heroin also accounted for one quarter of the overdose deaths in that same year, only confirming what has been widely suspected about the increase of this ongoing opioid crisis in the United States. According to doctors in recent years, prescription drug abuse has reached an all-time high, forcing drug makers pharmacists and physicians to crack down using certain methods like closer prescription tracking or tamper-resistant forms of medication so they can't be crushed or altered in any way. Reporting in New York, Trinity Chavez, RT. Okay, so you guys heard that report from New York, and like she said, you know, it's not just hitting, you know, places like Virginia, you know, and, and you know, small, smaller uh, rural places uh you know throughout the world no this this is hitting big cities you know you know uh uh states you know here you know uh here and also abroad you know like she said you know um the other um uh report was saying how you know Hampton Roads in Virginia is a hub as far as the location is concerned because Florida and New York, you know, are, you know, areas, you know, just the location-wise on the on the coast is able to be uh, a place where a lot of traffickers are, are you know, uh, coming and, and bringing drugs and stuff like that. But, you know, we, what we were talking about before, you know, my father was saying prevention, you know, an ounce of prevention, you know, is what a lot of people, you know, you know, say, you know, uh, if we could work on prevention, you know, that would be ideal, you know what I mean? And part of prevention is awareness. That's what we're doing today. We're talking about awareness, you know, because, you know, you don't try to prevent something that you don't even know or you are unaware that there is a threat, you know. Why would you board up your, why would you board up your windows in your house if a hurricane is coming yet because you don't and, and you don't know? Until somebody makes you aware that there's a hurricane coming to destroy in your neighborhood that has the possibility to destroy your home, 
you're not going to board up. But hopefully what we're doing uh, today by sharing this information, it is a warning. It is a um, something to make you aware of the problem that is not only coming to your uh, 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 a place near you, it's probably already there, you know, doing, you know, it's damaged, you know, because it's not many places that this epidemic has not already hit. So we're just trying to, you know, you know, you uh, give you some awareness of the issue as well as some possible, uh, you know, uh, uh, things that you could do. Um, and one of the things that I did didn't mention last week, uh, because there is such a, a, uh, uh, a skyrocket and the deaths, you know, people using, you know, heroin and, and other opiates and stuff of that nature, but it's mainly heroin. They have came out with, uh, they came out with a drug that they, um, at one time it was only for use by like paramedics and doctors and, and stuff like that. Um, the drugs called naloxone, naloxone, naloxone um, uh, Narcam, Naracam or naloxone is, the, I think naloxone is the actual uh, clinical term for it, but, you know, uh, or Narcam. Narcam can is um, what is usually actually is called, it's a, it's like a, uh, a, uh, a reversal drug. You know, it's, it can actually be used to save someone's life when they're overdosing uh, off of heroin. And, um, you know, it's been used to save many, many people's lives, um, you know, and at one time, like I said, it was being used just by the professionals and the paramedics. But what um, people don't know is that, that it is accessible to people, you know, regular people in some states. You just need to know what your state laws are, uh, you know, you need to know what your state laws are. Just like the Good Samaritan laws and the and the um and the amnesty laws, you need to know the laws that are in your state about having access to these these types of drugs. That actually, if you find someone or you have a loved one who is taking heroin or is you know you know somebody that's taking heroin and you know um, you want to be prepared, you know you want to prevent them from overdosing and dying, you know, uh, I would try to find out from, you know, in your area, uh, you know, what your, um, you know, your state's naloxone and Good Samaritan uh, legislation is, you know, you can find that. I put up something on our, on our, um, uh, on our Facebook page. Um, and you can, you can go there and we have, I have a guide and it actually, you know, uh, you can find uh, treatment, you can find information on your state laws, uh, and, you know, our um, Facebook page is um, Recovery J4T, that stands for Just For Today, Recovery J4T, at, uh, on Facebook.com, and, um, you know, that information is there. It's, it's, uh, it comes from a guide that stays up to date and pretty uh uh, you know, up to date on on a lot of the the information, uh, you know, um, and so you know, it's 26 states right now that have, you know, laws and uh, access laws that you know 
concerning the, uh, the 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 drug naloxone or or, or Narcan can. Um, and so you know these are things you need to know. Uh, they can save someone's life. Uh, so you know I wanted to mention that I didn't mention it last time, and my father um, said it would probably be a good thing to mention. So I wanted to mention that. Uh, you know, uh, what, what did you have anything else you wanted to, wanted to add? Well, uh, no, I think that I think that pretty much sums it all up. Uh, again, uh, uh, those two, the, those two, uh, the, the uh, that and the other item you talked about earlier about the uh, the Good Samaritan um, um, in law, and what you just talked about the Nor- the Norcam, I believe it is. You said those two things are worth um, uh, uh, bringing up this uh, this whole topic about. Uh, uh, a drug overdose. Uh, that information, in my estimation, uh, is, is 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 worth the effort we put in uh, on these two uh, episodes here about um, drug overdose. Uh, again, I would say to 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 really try to uh, we need to really try to um, talk catch the thing on the begin on the beginning end, and uh, and uh, yeah, that's just about it. Yeah, and. Uh, to piggyback on what he was saying, maybe we, <clears throat> we'll go into, um, you know, prevention, you know, maybe in our next shows. But, you know, while we're here on, you know, the, you know, somewhat on the intervention, the intervention stage and also the, uh, I mean, I think what we're doing actually, you know, it could be, it could be, you know, considered part of the prevention stage, what we're doing as far as sharing this information, but also, you know, um, you know, we want people to uh, understand that there is, you know, uh, if you know someone who's caught up in the grips of addiction like this, that, you know, that, you know, they can uh, recover. There is still hope for them. There's still hope for you. If you're out there listening and you, you know, you caught up in the grips, you know, we want you to know that you can recover. Uh, and we, uh, you know, we want you to try to get some help, you know, get you some treatment, you know, um, like I said, you know, there is help available for you. And, you know, uh, on, on our um, Facebook page, you know, you can find some resources there. Uh, and if you, you know, uh, if you tune in to us on Fridays, we, you know, we'll try to share, share even more resources with you. Uh, you know, one thing I do want to say is this, you know, and I didn't I didn't share this last week. What I want to say is this, okay? You know, people are dying out there, you know, and you know, some people are dying because people don't know what to do when a person begins to overdose. Okay? You know, me and my father were talking about this the other day, and you know, it's so many myths out there of what to do, you know what I mean? And so many, you know, uh, all types of a, uh, 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 home remedies, if you want to call them, or wives' tales of what might work and what might not work for a person that's, that's going into an overdose, you know. Um, and some people, you know, they might try that kind of stuff, but other people just will leave you there, you know, to die, you know. And, um, you know, but what I want to say is, you know, in the case of in the case of a uh, overdose, there are some things that you could do. You know, uh, you know, in the case, say for instance, a, a cocaine overdose. You know, and you know, 
first thing you want to do is, you know, uh, call 911 right away and get emergency medical help. First thing, get emergency medical help. That's 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 the first thing, you know. Um, and then, you know, uh, you know, they, they, you know, that person, that person can may be able to to live by you just doing that, and that person getting some uh, medical attention. You know, the other thing that you could do while you're waiting for the professional help to get there, you know, is maybe apply a cold press to their body um, in temperature. You know, what I'm saying at a safe level. Uh, uh, the other thing is, if the person is is having a seizure, you know, make sure that there's nothing around them that they can, you know, hurt themselves, injure themselves, such as a a sharp object or something like that. You know, you want to clear out all, you know, the hard objects from around them, anything with sharp edges. You know, uh, you know, and, and most importantly, most importantly, you know, outside of making the initial call, the most important thing is. You know, if, if 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 you need to um, make sure that that person is not alone, medical help arrives. You know what I'm saying? Don't just leave the person there. You know, don't just leave the person there. You know, uh, and that's why, like I said, it's important for you know uh, for you to know you know the amnesty laws and the Good Samaritan laws because. You know, a lot of people leave because of the simple fact that they're afraid of, of being prosecuted for, you know, having drugs or whatnot or, you know, uh, whatever other activities might be going on. But like I said, you know, find out what the amnesty laws are and the not, you know, the Good Samaritan laws are for calling 911, you know, for the people in your, and, you know, above all, even if you don't know the, the, the laws, you know what I'm saying, call for help. Call for help, you know, and that's one way to prevent somebody, you know, from from dying, you know, uh, you know, uh, that, that that doesn't need to die, you know. Did you have anything else you want to say? We got about five minutes. Uh, well, really, uh, not 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 a whole lot else because you covered uh, pretty much. All we, I think we need to cover is right right now about okay, just like we talked about the dismerging law and we talked about the the uh, the uh, Narcan drug uh, and and then you really reiterated well that's a hard word to say you went over uh, what 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 we should or what a person should do if um, somebody's in a uh, overdose. Uh, Situation, you know, and 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 they're again, they're, like you said, the the most important thing is to call nine one one. I mean, that should be that should be the first thing, and in every situation, you know, to uh, to to call nine one one. Once you sort of uh, um, sort of uh, 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 identify that there's a problem, you know, you call nine one one, and then you and like you said. To try to stay there, you know. I just would like to say uh, to somebody tonight, you know, you know, if you, if you know, you know, if you're using, try, try to, you know, try to watch who you're using around. Watch, what, what? Just don't go, you know. Just, 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 just be careful out there, because people, people will, for various reasons, they panic. 
you know, when you when you know when you when you get in those situations, people people will, will panic because they don't want to get caught up in anything. They think they're going going to go to jail, you know. So just be careful and be, try to be safe out there, you know. And uh, and we'll talk to you. Uh, um, hopefully, God willing, we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, and uh, you know, I appreciate I appreciate the, um, you all for tuning in. You know, thanks, uh, you know, uh, Dad, for you know, uh, you know, being a part of this. And um, you know, this is a very important topic for us. You know, we wanted to 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 talk about this. You know, um, last year my my um, cousin, my older cousin, asked me to you know to kind of, you know, he 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 we, when we lost my 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 younger cousin last year. You know, um, due to this very same thing, my cousin, he, he, you know, he called me and told me, share this, you know, he said, share this so that other parents don't have to go through this, you know, and uh, he wanted me to uh, to share, you know, and to warn people, um, you know, because, you know, what we don't want is for people to, you know, have to experience this thing. Like I said, when I said, when I said a lot of people won't get involved until it's until it hits home, I'm not talking about something that I don't know. You know, most people think, oh, that's just what's happening on the news or over there, or it doesn't it doesn't affect me. And you're right, it doesn't affect you until it does affect you. You know what I mean? But you know, the problem is that this thing is. When we say it's an epidemic, you better believe that it is a epidemic. You know, um, so you know. Hopefully, um, like like my father said, there'll be more pushes and more movements to uh, with for prevention. You know, because like they say, you know, an ounce of prevention goes a long way. You know, uh, so you know, starting off like he said, you know, even you know. Uh, at, at, you know, at, and when they're young, when people are young, you know. Um, but anyway, we'll talk more about that. We'll talk more more about that. But let's let's go ahead and close um, like we normally do. Um, and um, like they used to say uh, in those meetings I used to go to, uh, they used to say, "If if all minds are, all minds and hearts are clear, let's go ahead and close out." And um, and we'll go ahead and close out. So, uh, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Thank you all. You all uh, keep coming back, and um, and don't pick up no matter what. God bless you. Sadly, today most of us know at least one person that suffers from addiction or substance abuse. Addiction does not discriminate. No age, gender, race, or classes of people are immune to the horrors of addiction. This epidemic has ruined families, claimed lives, and left loved ones devastated. Over 100 people die from overdoses daily, and over 20 million Americans suffer from some form of addiction. For this reason, author Lloyd H. Bell Jr. has written the book Clean and Serene, 
the author is an addictions counselor and recovering addict of over 13 years. He knows and has first-hand experience of being caught in the grips of addiction. Clean and Serene provides experience, strength, and hope for the still-suffering addict. It can also be... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.